Welcome to the Gym Toe Podcast. Excited for another community spotlight. And if you've never stopped by or if you're new to the Gym Toe Podcast, we are a podcast that uh, is about community and uh, leadership, typically framed around the perspective of faith. So happy to be doing another community spotlight today with my buddy Brad Moore. And Brad, how you doing today, man? I'm good, Jeremy. I'm good, Jeremy. How about yourself, buddy? Man, you know, I'm good. Life is good. Kids are healthy. Uh, so uh, I'm thankful for that. And Absolutely. Lord blessed us. It, come on, didn't he? Yes, Love sir. that. You know, when we're talking about a community spotlight, obviously, that... Uh, it you know that makes it to where we know that there's something going on in the community. There's some recognition that we need to have, and I uh, I know that this is a busy time here in Crittenden County, not only here in Crittenden County, but probably in in your state as well with local things going on. And we wanted to to bring you on, Brad, and and talk a little bit about what you got going on uh, in the community, and tell people why you're here. Why are we highlighting you today in the community? Well, for one thing, we're highlighting is. I've decided to run for city council awesome. in the city of Marion. Um, I've been asked a couple of times, "What do you think? What are, you, what are your thoughts on running for council again?" And I, man, I put I push people to the back burner. Uh, so we, me and my family started praying about it, talking to other folks about it, uh, some of my mentors, and God led us this way, and here we are. We decided to throw our names in the hat, and we're doing this as a team. Wow, awesome. It, it always helps to have a support system, you know, and, and to have people on your side and people to encourage you, and I, I know that how important that is not only in life, but tell us, because you, you said that um, you're running again. Tell us what happened the first time. Yeah, four years ago, I threw my name in the hat to run for Marion City Council. I ran against an individual that is family's been very involved in the politics in this county and city for decades. Wow, yeah. Decades. Unfortunately, we fell short by a few little votes. I uh, thought it was a great campaign, great time. Uh, like I said, we did fall short by like 70 votes. So I uh, figured, hey, it's a good thing for a gentleman that's been gone out of this county for uh, just about all of his life to move back. Only been here like six years at that time and decided to run. So I thought it was a pretty good successful campaign, even though we didn't win. Man, that's awesome. You know, I, I, I certainly am involved. I try to stay aware of what's going on. I wouldn't consider myself uh, highly political, but I'm thankful. Honestly, I'm thankful for people who uh, decide to run because I I genuinely believe that that politics, when it's done correct, it is a service position, right? Absolutely. You're you're serving your community uh, because you have ideas or you have vision of, of things that could change for the better. And so that's awesome. And I like to because, you know, I'm always looking for uh, ways to encourage people. And the fact that you said, look, I did this four years ago. It didn't quite turn out the way I wanted it to. And now you're throwing your hat in it again. But uh, I like how you said that, you know, you've got a support team with your family and you've taken it to the Lord uh, for that. So I always love that. And I think it's a great uh, encouragement. Maybe it's it's an inspirational thing for me uh, because we may not always get it the first time, right? That's right. And it's good. And, you know, the Lord wasn't ready for us to be there. So when the willing's, Lord's willing, it's going to happen. That's awesome, man. Tell us about this process. You know, it's probably, has it been easier or harder the second time around? What do you think? <laughs> well, I think it's actually been harder this time because just all the other community 
events and organizations I'm involved with. It's, it seems like it's been a very busy community season over yeah. the last four months. Uh, we contribute a little bit at that to COVID being shut down for a while and getting back things getting back going, uh, open back out. But as my good buddy Granny always says, we're back outside. <laughs> so, exactly, we're back outside. We're back outside man. of everything's kicking back off, and it's been a very busy, busy four last four to six months. So. Man, yeah. Let's <clears throat> give give people some insight. How how far in advance once you know you're going to run? How far in advance do you prepare? You know, uh, you know how much time is involved. Well, I, my planning started back in February. Uh, we didn't make the decision until late, mid to late June. Wow. So it's been going on since June, getting everything together wow. and to move forward. So, yes. That's awesome, man. Well, I know that's a process, and uh, I know what it is to be committed to something. And, you know, you're running for city council. Tell us what ward or what position that is. And then uh, tell us, Brad, what are what are some of your goals? You know, what, when you when yeah. you decided to run, what made you do it, and what do you hope to see? Let's say that you get elected. What what are your goals, and what is your plan for the city yes, of Marion? Well, Marion's <clears throat> excuse me, Marion's a unique city when it comes to the boundaries of the how the wards are set up. Uh, we've got three wards wards in the city of Marion. However, each ward has two spots. However, the whole city votes on every ward. Wow! So it's not just your ward voting for you. you you got Ward 3, 2, and 1 all voting for each other. Wow. Um, what I hope to see out of this with my experience that I've gained out of uh, one of my positions I hold in the Fire Association, being legislative chairman, have that knowledge of how things work at the Capitol. I hope to, one of my biggest goals is to be able to have that connection on the council to the state legislative body to bring more things to Crittenden County. Wow. and just Not just Crittenden County itself, but Marion as a whole. Uh, I feel that this side of the state's being left out wow. because we are in part of the Delta. Yeah. And most people don't know this, but this is a we're the largest hub in the state of Arkansas. We have the two major interstate systems running through here. Interesting. And all transportation runs through Crittenden County, whether it be railroad or by Mississippi River. So we're pretty inclined there. So I've wow. got a couple goes as uh, far as what I want to see happen on the, within the city council. One, more for Marion. Gotcha. <laughs> more uh, for Marion. More progress. Okay. More jobs. More things like that. Our infrastructure system needs to be improved. Some more infrastructure. Wow. And our public safety. Not saying that we have a large crime base in Marion. Right. But we are in the footsteps of crossing the bridge in Memphis. So um, when I say public safety, I mean in increase the infrastructure of the, or our public safety, whether it be fire or police, hire raises for our, our public safety workers to be more competitive with our neighbors so we can keep people here. Wow. And it's it's time to increase our, our firefighters here in, this, in the city of Marion. Wow. Uh, we have a unique situation going on and we're considered a combination department. Um, we're... To bring to increase our economy, 
we have to increase our infrastructure in our fire department, wow. meaning not just our buildings and our trucks, because, yeah, we need some remodeling going on there. However, we need it's time for us to increase our manpower, wow. our 24-hour manpower. Uh, we Right now, we have four-day full-time general, uh, firefighters on, on a department. Everybody else is what's considered volunteers. Great volunteer-based right. fire department, but we need to increase our 24-hour full-time guys to make a good combination yeah. to, so we can increase our economy. Wow. You know, I know that uh, anybody that's local that will hear this, they're going to be shaking their head and they're yeah. going to know exactly what you're talking about because uh, uh, infrastructure and things of that nature, uh, you know, every every local community has things specific to it that you can go, okay, we need work in this area. Yeah. And uh, very interesting plan there, interesting goals. And, uh, you know, I know that the plans that you have, I know your intentions are good only to see the, the community of Marion um, you know, advanced, and that, that that's really Absolutely. that's really our goal. Uh, it tell me a little bit because you mentioned that you're on um, or that you're a firefighter. So I, I know people would be interested because I'm always interested. Uh, we support uh, our first responders uh, not only at the Junto podcast, but every organization I'm a part of. We we support mm-hmm. our first responders. So tell me a little bit about your role there, uh, and then how has being uh, in the fire department with your particular role, how do you think that has prepared you uh, for for what you're thinking for city council? Yeah, Jeremy. I'm going on my 19th year as wow. a firefighter in the state of Arkansas. Wow. Uh, first to start year 11 with the city of Marion. I currently hold the role of a training officer for the department. So my, my main role is to keep all training up to date. Wow. Uh, we're, we're required by the state of Arkansas on a, a funding mechanism, mechanism that's tied to our uh, training to keep so many hours a year. So my, my, my job is to make sure every firefighter we have hits that number of hours wow. every year so we don't lose our funding th- from the state on that. Uh, what I would say is over the 19 years, I've part of an organization called the Arkansas State Firefighters Association. And about eight, seven, eight years ago, I was elected by my peers across the state to serve as the legislative chairman Wow! for the State Firefighters Association to represent all firefighters, not just paid firefighters, not just volunteer, but all firefighters in the state of Arkansas. Wow, man. And in that job, my main job is to watch legislation, what comes across the uh both bodies in the state capitol uh, for the betterment of the fire service. Uh, I had the opportunity to work on some legislation a couple of years ago. There are state fire academies in Camden, Arkansas. They've been living in dormitories there that's from the World War II era. Wow. That had not been maintained or upkept. So I, I had the opportunity to lead a team to lobby the governor's office. We got we a bill passed over about 12 years ago to approve the build of a new dormitory there. However, if anybody knows how politics work and legislation works <laughs> at the state capitol, they, they, they're, they will always pass a bill. But if you don't have that second piece to it, that funding mechanism tied to it, it's not happening. That's it. Well, we had, we had that happen to us. So 12 years later, we had the opportunity to lead, like I said, lead a team to the governor's office, showing what we needed, showing why we needed it, and I was able to award. He awarded us fourteen and a half million dollars to build um, a two-story, hundred-bed facility for on campus for our fire academy in, in Camden, Arkansas. Dang! Wow. And it's, it was a safety issue because our, right. our firefighters were living off campus. Mm. So wow. bringing them back in campus was a safety issue. Absolutely. So that was. 
I, I hold that very dear to my heart and high mm. on the list of achievements that I've had. Like I said, I want to use that experience there to the city, along with the city as a councilman here, to be able to lead teams in to get funding for the for our city. Yeah. So that's where I tie my public service with the firefighter to being able to run as a city councilman. Man, that is very interesting. I never knew that, you know, uh We've known each other uh, for some years now, and I never knew that, so that's very interesting. And, uh, you know, just hearing what all goes behind it, you know, certainly we understand that the legislative process or passing a, a piece of legislation is not something that happens quickly, you that's know. Right. But I think I think to hear it uh, and to, to see that you've been part of the actual process mm -hmm. and, and getting a piece of legislation passed, that's, that's really interesting, and it reminds me of why... <laughs> Why I just sit here and talk to people who are who are uh, running for offices, and I, I it just seems extremely difficult. But yeah, I can see uh, how that would be a, a, a huge accomplishment, and yep. uh, you know, just being inside the Capitol, knowing uh, how the lobbying process works, being able to uh, have the support of a team and your men—that's that's 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 awesome, Brad. Yeah, Jeremy, the last podcast I watched of yours, you and your spouse was talking about mental health. Absolutely. Um, this last session, two sessions ago, we've got mental health bills passed that wow. that require so much on a state level. You know, what, when I'm elected to council, that's a part of my goal is to get the city on board with mental health and wow. people. People just say mental health is just a common normal, normal, normal people. They don't see it in our first responders. Wow. Because our first responders hide it. Yes. Uh, so that's that's a goal of mine to get our city on board that, hey, we need more for mental health in our first responders. Well, and and thank you for highlighting that, because if you've ever tuned in, you know, we have a range of topics, but we always, probably every three to four topics, we'll always come back and do an episode on mental health, because it, you know, people were talking about the pandemic of, of COVID. Well, I'm not downplaying that, but people don't understand, we have a pandemic of anxiety and depression and mental health things yep. going on within people. So to hear you're advocating for that, uh, that's very near and dear to my heart personally because I, I, I've taken some certifications, uh, not only Bible certifications, but also counseling certifications mm -hmm. because I, that's a lot of what I do outside of the podcast and things like that. So that's awesome. And, and hit on that for me. I know ah, when you, know, you think about uh, our servicemen and women, and of course we know that there's trauma, but you hit something very interesting because I bet they do hide it. They probably don't, uh, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to come out and say. So what... Uh, what well, absolutely. Yeah. You know, people think in, in, a, in a public service area with our place of fire, that's our heroes. Yeah, exactly. It's our heroes. So, including our military, they're our heroes. So, kind of boast yourself up. You, right. You don't want to talk about that. You want to yeah. hide because people see me as a hero. That's it. Well, it's time for our public to take care of our heroes mm. when it comes to mental health because the brain, their highness and it's affecting not only just them, not affecting their, their, their family at work because we're a brotherhood. It's yeah, fire, it. fire service is a brotherhood. It's affecting us at work, but it's also affecting that family. Man, that's awesome. We're seeing the, the separation of family because of things that's going on, what they might, might have seen at the job. It's causing mental health issues. It's 
affecting families. So yeah, yeah. it's very big in our line of work right now. Absolutely. Uh, Brad, if you have the opportunity uh, to get this role, what is one of the things you would do? Uh, obviously, it's baby steps with things, but what what is something you would implement right away to kind of help with this particular mental health situation? Well, what I would advocate for in our, on the city level is we've got to get a service on board where our our public safety has somebody to call. Awesome. Uh, not just a 1-800-HELP-ME, an right, actual company right. that deals in this day-to-day, everyday business that that specializes in the mental health with, with public safety, public service men. That's something right now that we don't have in our city. Wow, yeah. That um, needs to be there. You know, in my background in insurance, people always say, well, what, can't insurance cover that? <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that insurance, we think insurance should be able to yeah, cover. Yeah. We're big on obesity in this country right now. But, yeah, our insurance won't cover a gym for yeah, our people yeah. to, to hit with that. So it's, man, you, you know tell I mean? me about it. We both have we both have a little bit of an insurance background, yeah. and you know there are there are tons of things that insurance should cover, yeah, uh, but don't. And uh, so very interesting. I like your plans. I like what you said, and uh, I do think. Uh, uh, again, this is something that's very near and dear to me personally, just the subject of this and being able to help people. And those are great goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that I can certainly get on board with. Uh, but tell us a little bit more uh, about the process. You know, what has been the most challenging uh, and the most rewarding part of this? Because I know people want to know, okay, uh, you know, if I look to do something, because I know a lot of times we inspire people without even knowing that we do. So if you had any advice or maybe it's, uh, maybe you want to cast a vision of what you really are looking to do, what would that be, Brad? Hmm. Great question, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I would say probably right now the most challenging thing that, that I'm seeing right now in the, in the election season is we've got people that's confused yeah. in our in our city just the way one way our wards are set up. They don't know, hey, I don't live in your ward. I can't vote for you. So a lot of education issues are going on with it. Uh People think we have a mayor's race. People think we don't have a mayor's race. Exactly. So it's, it's affecting. I believe it's going to. It's affecting turnout. So uh, that's been the most challenging thing. Uh, the 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 most. Uh, I would say that the thing that's best thing so far is people coming up to you and saying, "Hey, thank you." Wow. Just thank you, man. I'm glad to see somebody stepping up. That it's not the old regime in this in the city. Yeah. Uh, how do you answer that? It's yeah, like, uh, exactly. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. That is awesome. Uh, Brad, it sounds like you have got uh, a host uh, of things that you've already accomplished. It sounds like you've got some great plans. You know, I, I'm a Crittenden County resident, so obviously uh, I, I'm all about uh, bettering Crittenden County. I'm not a Marion resident, so it's really easy for me to do these types of interviews because uh, I don't have a dog in this particular fight. But I do, uh, I do uh, enjoy these conversations, and I do enjoy uh, being able to kind of hear people's ideas and, and providing a platform where maybe you know some others who are local here can kind of hear what your vision is for the city and what you hope to accomplish. Uh, so I see you got a little sign here. You want to hold that up? For- <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about election day. Uh, early voting has already started, and yes, then. Early voting started yesterday. Uh, we got two polling uh, sites for early voting. You got one here in Marion at the Marion uh, Arena, and then if you if 
you live in Marianna, but you work in the West Memphis, uh, West Memphis First Baptist Church has got a holding early voting uh, polling site this this election cycle. Also, early voting will go through the November the seventh. November the seventh. And D Day is November the eighth. <laughs> election Day is November the eighth. Wow, goodness <laughs> gracious, man! You got me on pins and needles. It's, you know, I I enjoy boxing and MMA and all that. And the way <laughs> I don't know the way this is, this is kind of feeling like it's leading up to uh, to a big. Uh, final match but certainly uh i know that the people involved and in, that are running uh we we wish you all well brad i definitely wish you well man i, I hope that uh you know things turn out uh, you know lord willing uh, yes sir lord you, willing exactly any final vision any final thoughts that you'd like to give to anyone who might be listening to this local or not yeah uh first of all thank you for your support uh, the more from Marion team will, will, will like to thank you. Just remember, if you're ready for more growth, more transparency, more accountability, more from Marion is your is the best choice. Awesome. Well, good deal, Brad. I appreciate your time here today, man. Uh, and we wish you luck on D-Day, as you called it. <laughs> yes, sir. Good luck, man. Yes, sir, Jeremy. I can't, can't leave without telling you thank you for what you do for this community. Oh, uh, man. You've been a great... For, part of this county for a long time and done some great things here so we thank you for your man i appreciate that brad and looking forward uh to serving crittenden county just like you man so appreciate that thank you sir thanks for tuning in guys uh stay abreast i'll be posting results uh of what's going on in crittenden county and uh keep these guys lifted up uh, in your prayers we know it's a, a big sacrifice uh to serve the public but again we wish you well brad and we'll be watching thanks take sir. care man you say everything you wanted to say? Sure. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Okay. I want to make... <laughs>